Hello, welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. Joining us today is Will Slaughter, who's here to talk to us about how to avoid home repair and yard work scams. Now, Will's a longtime Fairfax County employee, 25 years under his belt, last 16 with the county's Consumer Affairs Agency, and I'm sure he could tell us a lot of stories uh, from, from that perspective. Uh, with Consumer Affairs, Will provides mediation services between consumers and businesses and between tenants and landlords. He works to bring both parties to reach a mutually uh, satisfactory resolution. Uh, Will enjoys golfing and uh, uh, playing with the new baby, also a runner, a bit of a gym rat, and uh, a lot of uh, activities away from work as well that keeps him busy. But uh, definitely appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your uh, day to talk with us uh, today. Sure. Will. Thanks for having me. Glad to, that you're with us on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast and a lot to talk about, a big topic uh, that... I don't think that a lot of folks understand or maybe even realize that there is a, a service available uh, here in Fairfax County. We're talking about the Consumer Affairs Agency that's really there to help residents. So can you kind of give us a little background, a little overview of what Consumer Affairs Agency is and, and what y'all do? Sure. And I agree. A lot of people have never heard of our agency. Um, so we um, try to get the word out um, that we, you know, we educate consumers, and if they run into an issue, um, they can file a complaint with our agency. Uh, we handle complaints from consumers against businesses in Fairfax County, as well as complaints from tenants against uh, landlords in Fairfax County. The we the category of complaints we handle um, regarding consumer business complaints can range anything from automobile repair facilities and automobile dealers to home improvement contractors to we actually uh, oversee the franchise agreements uh, over the three uh, cable companies oh, okay. in Fairfax County Cox Verizon and Comcast so we handle complaints against them as well wow. so we as I stated earlier we try to educate consumers to hopefully avoid having to file a complaint, but um, if they do run into an issue, we encourage them to file a complaint with us and see if we can resolve it right. for them. Right. We're uh, recording this. We're, we're in the fall season of the year, and we specifically wanted to talk about home repair and, and yard work scams. Is, is that uh, a, a prevalent problem? In other words, all the calls and requests for service or help is is yard work and home repair kind of scams a, a big part of it, or is it uh, a lesser part? I mean, does that the question make sense? I mean, it is a part of it. There, there are a lot of home improvement contractors out there that are not properly licensed, mm. um, that come door to door, and they're required to have a solicitor's license through the county, but they're they're soliciting service door to door without the proper license um, and certifications. Um, so it is a pretty common mm. problem and issue, um, and we we get you know quite a few mm -hmm. calls on that mm -hmm. on that issue, particularly in regards to um, the contractor doing substandard work, the home improvement contractor doing substandard work, or occasionally we have an issue where the consumer pays a deposit to the person and then the person never shows up to, to perform the work and at oh, that wow. point it becomes construction fraud and it become a criminal oh. matter which oh, wow. at that point we get the police involved. Wow, okay. Let's let's talk about yard work scams first then go to maybe home repair. 
even for someone coming around doing yard work, they need a solicitor's license? Yes, if they're soliciting business door-to-door, -door, they would need a solicitor's license, which is would be issued through the county. Okay. And it is a, a $500 fine if, if for some reason the person's caught without wow. the proper license. I, I would have never thought that, and I'm, I'm sure <laughs> a, a majority of the folks that have come to my door probably not had a solicitor's license. So yeah, it's just I would a, say it's probably pretty common to see, um, to, to not see the proper license um, being carried by the solicitor. Well, the solicitor is required to carry the, a copy of their license with them at all mm -hmm. times, okay. and if the consumer asks for it, the contractor is required to show that. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, air quotes here, mom and pop kind of yard repair sc scams or pop and son mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of things. Uh, is it a business license that they would get or does everyone, like say it's it's dad, pop and, you know, or dad and two sons, you know, three, three family members that are doing yard work. Do all three of them need a, a solicitor's license or would it be under that, that company that they would have a license? It would be under that company as long as they're employees for that company. Oh, okay. um, any subcontractors, though, would have to have their own license. But if they work for the company, they can fall under that, okay. the, the company's license. So I get a knock on my door and it's someone with a truck and they've got yard tools or whatever and they want to do some work for me. As, as a homeowner, as a resident, what's the first thing I should do? How should I respond to, to that knock on the door soliciting yard work? I would definitely um, talk with a contractor, you know, review what, ha what yard work has to be done and get them to put anything that they, any kind of estimate for the work to be done in writing. I can't emphasize that enough to mm -hmm. make sure that, that they receive a written contract. You do have a right in uh, in Virginia, under the Virginia Consumer Protection Act, a three-day right of rescission, so you can change your mind uh, if for some reason that you decide you don't want to go with that contractor. If you do sign the contract and then you decide you, you don't want to go forward, you have three, three days to uh, rescind that contract. That is also covered under the Federal Trade Commission's three-day cooling off rule. Hmm. But what I would just emphasize is just to make sure you get anything in writing and make sure, maybe call the county office of consumer affairs, our office, verify whether or not there's been any complaints against that contractor before doing business with them. Also check with Fairfax County Tax Administration to see whether they have a business tax license. Mm -hmm. And then depending on the type of work that they do, things like, uh, you know, basic grass trimming mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. forth doesn't require a license, but but um, extensive landscape work may require a license, so they would okay. need to check with the licensing board in Richmond on that to make sure they're properly so, licensed. So that's a good point. If it's someone just coming in doing cutting grass, raking leaves, that type of thing, they don't need a solicitor's license? Yes, they would still need a oh, solicitor's okay. license if they're soliciting that business door-to-door, -door, yes. Okay, okay. You mentioned calling and, and checking on references and doing these kind of things and the three-day cooling-off period. A lot of times what I'm getting is on a Saturday or a Sunday, I get the knock on the door and here's the folks, hey, want to do this business. The Consumer Affairs Office isn't open on Saturday or Sunday, or some of these other places might not be open. And I think these guys are here to do the work right then. So what would you suggest I, I do in that situation? I mean. 
because I, I think there's a little bit of pressure felt by the homeowner that, hey, this, you know, these guys are here right now and they can do the work right now for 500 bucks and, you know, let's, let's go do it. Well, we often see that that ends up being a, a cause for a problem if, if the consumer, you know, immediately agrees to the service and the business performs a service. We found out that a lot of those end up to be scams mm -hmm. because the the work that done by the contractor is either substandard or, you know, is, is not acceptable to the consumer in some way. So I always say... Get it. Get the contract in writing. Think about it for a day or two, and with well within that three-day right of rescission, so you have the opportunity to change your mind. I think that's very important. So if the, if if someone is legit doing business and not trying to make a quick hustle, they're going to be willing to to put something in writing and let you think about it for a day or two and come exactly. back the next week and do exactly. The work. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So we've got folks soliciting uh, yard work and that type of thing. Uh, always need a solicitor's license. Correct. Be sure to check for that when they knock on the door. Maybe one of the first questions is, can I see your solicitor's license? Yes. Okay. Correct. All right. So we also have folks coming around to do home repair, which I have not personally had as much experience on the receiving end as with the, with the yard work. Is it... Um, about the same? I mean, are, in your experience, are you seeing about the same number of complaints of folks getting solicited for home repair as yard work scams, or does it just kind of depend maybe after storms you get more yard work <laughs> people <laughs> coming around or something? Yeah, it's probably about the same amount for, for home improvement work. The home improvement work, one of the mo more common ones we've seen is is the, uh, the driveway scams where businesses hmm. go from neighborhood to neighborhood and and once the and what they do is they offer a job to be done, but what we've seen is, for example, they'll say we can seal your driveway or repair your driveway for like five dollars and eighty cents a square foot, and then they'll get about a quarter of the way complete, and they'll come back to the to the homeowner and say, well, in order to finish this job, it's not fifty or five dollars a square foot; it's fifty dollars a square foot. So we've seen that you know that complaint quite in quite a number of times and then um, there 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 are other issues there are other complaints mm -hmm. that we have similar to that but that seems right. to be the most common one but if you if you got that in writing the five dollars and whatever per square foot then you've got something correct and it would help you know if we had to get involved our agency it would help us try to mediate a resolution if mm -hmm. we have that information in writing mm -hmm. versus something that was verbally said to the consumer. Right. And I guess consumers need to also do their own research because I wouldn't know if $5 a square foot or $50 a square foot is reasonable or the right price. Correct. I and have no idea. Correct. And that's one of the reasons why we stated earlier to, you know, not only get the, the information in writing, but think about it for a few days, maybe even you know, don't sign the contract, just consider it an estimate and get two other estimates. So maybe get a total of three estimates and take what you think is that you're most comfortable with as far as price. Um, if you've checked all the our website, uh, the Better Business Bureau, make sure that there's no complaints against the business. So you make more of an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast talking with Will Slaughter of uh, Fairfax County's Consumer Affairs Agency. Uh, interesting topic, uh, talking about uh, 
how to you know kind of avoid the home repair and and yard work scams that uh, are, are quite often very prevalent. Sometimes we don't hear a lot about it. I'm sure you've experienced the folks knocking on doors uh, soliciting business, and I had never thought to ask for a solicitor's license, and so now I'm going to remember to do that. One question I have, and this is again personal experience question. There was a particular company, I won't mention any names, but I've probably had 10 representatives from that company over 18 months, two years maybe, knock on the door and say, hey, you know, we're in the neighborhood doing X, you know, repair, window work, whatever. And I tell them, I'm not interested, you know, please don't bother me again. But, you know, 30 days later, here comes somebody else with this company. What can I do to get these folks to stop coming to my door? Or is there anything I can do to get them to stop coming? Well, you can ask them, you can, we, well, number one, you could file a complaint with us right. if, and, and we could file it, you know, with the company and ask the company to stop harassing you, basically, to stop coming to your door. You could also, I, or you could call the Fairfax County Police, you know, if they continue to harass you like mm. that and you felt was harassment or if, right. you know, since, the solicit, since you've notified them several times that yeah. you don't want their business, you could contact the police. I'm assuming it's just like, you know, they hire temp people to, and pay them commission to go around and see how many jobs they can get. Right. And one, one doesn't talk to the other. Right, exactly. So, so yeah, you, you, okay. you're not communicating okay. with each other. All right. So, yard work, home repair. I know the county has done uh, some programs um, and information out about uh, the tree topping scams and the tree, tree work scams and all that kind of stuff. We've talked about driveway complaints. Whatever the situation may be, consumer affairs can help. Is there a telephone number, website, something that you can give out that folks can get more information? Uh, and hopefully it's a, um, a resource before a problem happens as well as after a problem exactly. happens. Well, I would encourage people to uh, review our website. It's got very valuable information. It has presentations, education presentations on home improvement. Uh, the identity theft and several other topics uh, in, in addition to the I'd say the majority of our complaints are filed online today on our website mm. it's a very easy form to fill out and you fill it out and submit it online and also if you wanted to do business uh, with a particular contractor or if you wanted to do business with a particular auto auto repair facility you can go onto our website and you can look it up by either the name of the contractor or auto repair facility, or you can look it up under category of complaints, like automobiles or home improvement, and you can look to see how many complaints we've received against that particular business within the past three years. Uh, if you decide to file a complaint with us, as I stated earlier, the best way to do that is on our website, and that's www.fairfaxcounty, and that's one word all spelled out, .gov, G-O-V, and forward slash and the word consumer. And uh, what happens is normally we will process that complaint and the complaint usually gets sent out, a copy of the complaint will get sent out to the business the next business day. So we have a pretty fast turnaround time. And what we do is we request that the business respond to the complaint within 10 days. And then we just work out a resolution from there. Mm -hmm. And is there a telephone number that folks can call, say they're, they have a question about a, 
a situation or, or just basic information, can they also call? The sure, office? yeah, we have a, a consumer specialist on hmm. call every day. Okay. Uh, they handle advice calls. And whether it results in an actual formal complaint or they just call for general advice, that they might have an immediate situation that needs to be addressed, that they need advice on, they can call our main number and that's 703-222-8435. Okay. Awesome information. One question I was thinking about, we're almost out of time, a couple of minutes left, but I, I, I kind of wanted to ask this question from a, a different perspective. We've talked a lot about the consumer and the consumer's rights and making sure they're they're doing these things, they're asking these questions, they're looking for the solicitor's license, uh, they're checking this list of complaints. Say I'm a business owner and maybe I, I go now to the consumer website and by golly, I see my company on there with a complaint or two or three, but that's been resolved. I've worked to figure out the issue or something like that. What can businesses do to ensure that they're not getting a, a bad rap, if you will? Yes, we've actually had quite a number of businesses call our agency where they've done exactly what you said. They've gone onto our website and seen that there's a complaint against them or they've gotten word of mouth somehow that there's a, a complaint that was unfavorably resolved against them that may have been resolved eventually after we close the matter out. Right. And certainly we will work with them. We've reopened quite a number of complaints, verified it with the consumer that it's been resolved and closed it out a second time favorably. Okay. So okay. yeah, we'll definitely work with the business, uh, particularly if the matter's been resolved right. to try to rectify that on our website. Okay, okay. So consumer affairs there to work with uh, the residents and businesses before, during and after. Uh, right. Any kind of situations. Will Slaughter with uh, Fairfax County's Consumer Affairs Agency with us on Fairfax 50 Plus, and uh, just kind of throw it back to you. Put you on the uh, on the spot, if you will. Uh, any final thought? Any final guidance? Any uh, piece of advice or anything you'd like to give folks listening to Fairfax 50 Plus in relation to avoiding home repair or yard work scams? Just to to make the consumer aware that they have the final say in the matter as to whether or not. They want to do business with a particular contractor. Do your research. You know, ask friends and neighbors for referrals. Maybe they've done business with a contractor. Check our website. Check the if they're required to have a bus, uh, uh, contractor's license. Check with uh, Department of Professional and Occupational Regulation in Richmond. And just if you know, if you have any doubts at all, I wouldn't go forward with mm. with with that particular business because there's, you know plenty of other businesses out there that you that you could you know consult right. with and I, as I stated earlier I would always get at least three three quotes from from okay. different businesses and yeah. go with the one that you're most comfortable with yeah, trust your gut exactly yeah all right good good info good advice will thanks for uh, for sure. being with us thanks for having me absolutely if you have a uh, remind you if you have a consumer question or concern again you can contact consumer affairs at 703-222-8435 TTY number 711. You can also visit online at fairfaxcounty.gov consumer to file a complaint or sign up for their newsletter, which is called Informed Consumer. And again, remind you, if you need more information on county services, recreation, and upcoming events for older adults, go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults or dial 703-324-7948. When you're on that uh, web page, don't forget to check out the Connections column and consider subscribing to Fairfax 50 Plus e-news as well as the Golden Gazette. Fairfax 50 Plus is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia government and we certainly do appreciate your listening.